Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. This reality is created for joy. It's the basis of this reality. And Joshua explains in this episode how if you're not experiencing joy in all areas of your life, well, there's a lot of resistance there. And that resistance is really based on limiting beliefs. You can process your limiting beliefs. You can prove they're not true. You can find evidence that proves they're not true. There's a whole system to do that. And we actually do a lot of that in the boot camp. The boot camp uh, is really this process of understanding your mental construct, where you are now, how you perceive yourself in your reality, and then shifting that mental construct to see yourself in a more empowering way, to understand how the law of attraction actually works, to process all these limiting beliefs, to identify your fears, and to discover your soul's purpose. There's a lot to the boot camp. It's an eight-week process. There's four calls a week. There's three calls with me during the whole process. There's assignments and uh, community that we have on, the, on a private Facebook group. There's all sorts of things going on, and I'd love to be able to explain to you in detail, but that takes about an hour. So we have a new one starting in about three weeks. In order to get in on that boot camp, we're getting all the people together now for it. You have to give me, give me an email, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and we'll connect, and I will explain the whole thing to you. It's really fun. It's easy. It takes about half an hour, and I'll just the cost and the procedure and all that stuff and what you need to do. And you'll know for sure by the end of that call, if it's ready for you. So I ask you to push past your fear. If you want to have more joy in your life, if there's areas of life that aren't working that you're struggling with, you will discover how to change those areas, not by controlling it, which is what we've all done in the process, but by seeing it in a new way and discovering that your limiting beliefs are always the cause of any resistance. Also, please remember to follow this podcast, click that button uh, to like it and to leave a review. There's, you know, we're a pretty big podcast, but these other podcasts have like hundreds of reviews. We only have a few. So if you could leave a review, that would be fantastic. Thanks so much. Well, get ready and enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. I'm Welcome. So you may have been feeling a little bit of energy coming through. And as you progress during this year, you will notice more and more of that energy coming through. And the energy is all about connection. How can you connect more deeply to not just every person in your life, but to every concept, every idea, every inspiration, every thought? How can you add love into your reality? And this is what you'll be thinking about more this year. This year is full of uh, transformational energy. And you'll be moving away from the persona and the ego and the limited thoughts and dreams and desires and things you thought you wanted and all those things you thought you had to take care of and and all the ways you thought you had to live the inauthentic version of you and you'll be moving towards the authentic version of you and this is what you all truly wanted before you came into this physical reality for this life that you're having now well this life is just expansive and that's what you intended primarily and you intended also to expand in joy and if you're not expanding in joy, then you're going to have a little bit of inner conflict because joy is really the purpose of this. And you'll notice that the children live in states of joy and the younger people are in more states of joy. And as you look at the older ones, they seem to be less in joy than the rest of the population. Why is that? It's all due to resistance, resisting why they came, resisting what's happening, resisting who they truly are, resisting all these things that are part of the fabric of physical reality, but is unknown to them because they are thinking that physical reality is the illusion that they're perceiving, the illusion based in fear. When you are living a life based in fear as the victim, perceiving that outside conditions and people can make you feel something, 
well, then you'll want to control it. And when you try to control, you'll effort and struggle and it won't be exciting and there's no joy in that. And the effort and control doesn't really work. It may change conditions to a slight degree and you might have some sense that your control is working, but it never really feels right. It doesn't feel joyful. And so the primary intention here is for you all to feel joy and to express your love and to live effortlessly and easily and freely in this wonderful platform of physical experience. This platform is designed for joy. It's designed specifically for your joy. And the reason you're not experiencing joy is because you are taking things a little bit too seriously and you think that things should be different than they are. And you're perceiving yourself from limited terms as the victim of the outside conditions. Well, as we've discussed before, the outside conditions cannot make you feel anything. You must choose how you feel about it. You must choose your perspective. And what you're doing is actually choosing how you perceive yourself within the events and the occurrences and the experience itself. Are you perceiving yourself from a limited perspective or from a higher perspective? If you perceive yourself from the limited perspective, your inner self will send you negative emotion as guidance to let you know that you're looking at the illusion and not the truth. The truth is everything is perfect. Everything is working out. Everyone is perfect. You're perfect. The whole system is perfect. The whole system is based in love. You are love. It is all love. There is nothing other than love. And so you look at the events going around your world and you say, that's not love. That's not love. That's not love. That's hate. That's fear. That's anger. That's misery. That's suffering. That's, that's dissatisfaction. Yes, but you have to understand within all of that is the expansion and the expansion for those who need the expansion. And they're doing whatever they need to be doing to expand in love. And if they're living in fear, they're going to have experiences. And those experiences that bring forth negative emotions are going to tend to reinforce their limiting beliefs, but also give them the opportunity to look at those beliefs and reassess them and birth new desires and move forward on their journey from fear to love. Well, you have all come to this place of understanding that there's more going on here than most people perceive and that you are more powerful than most people perceive you are and that you're not here to get anything back from your conditions because they're simply a, a reflection of how you perceive yourself. And so you're becoming more authentic and realizing that in that authenticity is your power. In that authenticity is your strength. In that authenticity is the truth of who you are. And you have come forth to discover the truth of who you are. And those of you who are on this call now or listening at a later date are coming closer and closer and closer to discovering the truth of who you are. But we must point out here that that, that journey is to be had in joy. That journey is to be fun. There's nothing serious about this journey, and it's never ending. It's an eternal journey. You've just come to a higher state of being, a higher perception of yourself, and you're seeing more clearly how this reality actually is rather than the illusion. So the illusion is all based in fear, but if there is actually nothing to fear, and if you are the creator of your reality, which you certainly are, then why not have joy and fun and ease and, and love everything that's in your reality? Because as you express your, your love to your reality, what you're doing is you're telling the universe that you're seeing yourself from a very high perspective. And the universe must reflect that back to you in all the experiences that you have. If you stumble upon a manifestation event that causes negative emotion, it's simply because you're perceiving yourself as a victim in that one moment. And the emotions arise to let you know that you're looking at the illusion and that you're perceiving yourself in a way that's false. This is very good. This is what you wanted. And you're seeing this more clearly now. Do you have the power to actually change your perception of yourself within a moment that causes negative emotion? You absolutely can. And many of you are doing that right now. 
you are reframing that event to see it from the higher perspective in the moment. And if you do this in the moment, you are not acting on urges to change the conditions. In fact, you're choosing actions that are in line or aligned with the authentic version of you. This is very powerful. This is deliberate creation. This is how you work within the system of physical reality. You're all playing with this idea now. You're getting to more advanced levels of this game. You're using your powers intuitively. You are letting your inner senses come forth. You are connecting more deeply to your inner self. You're receiving more inspiration or acting on more inspiration. You are being more patient and kind with those around you who are not as aware as you are. And in that, you're becoming the shining light as an example of alignment that you intended to be prior to your birth into this physical reality. You are all doing marvelously. And with that, we would like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Hi, Zasha. I can start. Roshna. Uh, so my question is about art, artwork. Um, I've, I've noticed this journey in within myself uh, about how I appreciate art. Like in the beginning, I only liked um, art that was realistic. It depicted a person or nature very realistically. And then I said, wow, that's great. That's a real artist. He or she knows what they're doing. And I did not like abstract art. And then up till like three years ago, I started to I started to change when I saw abstract art, something pulled me towards it and I would see amazing, I would feel something really good in myself. And my appreciation for abstract art has just been steadily increasing. And I like the other type, the realistic one, less and less. And and I was wondering what happened? How did, how can I go from really liking realistic work, not liking abstract, to really liking abstract, and not so much realistic paintings. We would say it's a simple shift in your vibration. When the artist is inspired to paint something, if they are inspired to paint beautiful scenery, that's one level of inspiration. That's one vibration. They become a vibrational match to the inspiration to paint that scene. That scene can be painted absolutely clearly as if it was a photograph. And the joy that the artist comes from matching what that artist is seeing through their eyes and putting it on the canvas is a wonderful thing, but it exists at a certain vibration. As artists became more aware of the emotional impact of what they were wanting to bring forth, because essentially all inspiration can be translated in a way that affects emotions. The higher the emotions, the more higher vibrational the inspiration is for the artist. But the artist has to become vibrationally aligned or within that vibrational vicinity of this inspiration to put forth. And you might think two or 300 years ago, artists could not get to that vibrational range because they had the set of limiting beliefs that said art should be like that and art should be like this and art should be like that. But then there were those who came to a new vibrational understanding that what they were translating was an emotion. And when they realized that they were translating the emotion, 
it didn't have to conform to anything physical because they were not bringing forth a physical idea. They were bringing forth a transformational, vibrational, inspired idea that when viewed by certain people who also match that vibration, those people would feel the emotion of it. Even if the abstract art represented nothing tangible, somehow those who were high enough in vibration could feel the emotion, feel the movement, understand the vibration of the art, and then translate themselves into the emotion that they felt, which would be unique for every person. As you're seeing, this is becoming more often the case in all kinds of ideas, whether it be technological or a movie or a book or even a podcast. There are those who are reaching higher and higher vibrational levels that are able to perceive new thought, new thought forms with their emotions. And as you are raising your vibration, thinking more about who you truly are, you're reaching a very high realm. And so there are all sorts of things that will be available to you that aren't available to those at lower vibrations. In fact, many of the words that we're saying are available to many of you, but not available to all of you because you haven't reached that high vibration yet. So if you are listening to this and you're just started listening, you will hear things that resonate with you, but you will not hear all of it. It will miss you. If you have read any of our books, the first time you read it, you are at a certain vibration. As you've gone through the book and you reread it again, you've elevated your vibration and now there's more information available to you. So the higher vibration you get to, the more information is available to you. The more tangible, emotional, sensitivity-wise ideas and thoughts and feelings and, and inspiration that can come to you as well as the receiver or the viewer or the observer of these things. So everything you can see now, if you're existing in a low vibrational state of being, perceiving yourself as the victim, there's not a lot of information available to you because you're mostly connected to the stream of consciousness of fear. And in that stream of consciousness of fear is just all the old fears that humans have thought for millennia. As you are moving out of that vibration and more often in the vibration of love, then you'll be ready to receive information that is new to you and information that is maybe new to the entire planet. And new energies are coming through right now for those of you who are existing in higher vibrational states of being. Now, that higher vibrational state of being is simply how you're perceiving yourself. I perceive myself as the creator of my reality most of the time. Sometimes I witness a manifestation event. I sink down into the feeling of the victim and I connect to the stream of consciousness of fear. Yet I have the tools to get myself out of that, regain my alignment, and then tap into source consciousness, tap into the consciousness of my inner self and be guided by my inner self. When you reach these higher vibrational levels, you're, you're ready yourself for inspiration that will lead you on your journey of self-discovery to even higher vibrational levels. And this is all accelerating during this year, 2022. This is a year of more connection. And we say connecting through you to source, to your inner self, and then to every single aspect of your reality at a higher level. Why do I vibrate? Why do I align? Why do I feel good about this idea and that idea and that thing and that thing and that thing, even when other people don't? Why is it okay 
for those people to stay in suffering and to fight wars and to have protests and battle against this and that and wish things were different and perceive themselves as a victim. Oh, because they're on their journey, just like I am. I'm just at a little bit of a higher vibration than they are. And I'm able to see more clearly what's actually going on here. When I see more clearly what's actually going on here, I soften all of the stuff that I thought was wrong or bad. And it doesn't seem so wrong or bad anymore. At this level of seeing, I see myself from this higher perspective as the creator of my reality, realizing that everyone's creating their own realities. So if I can pay attention to my alignment and my connection to source and my inner self and simply act on the inspiration that comes through, I'll be inspired to look at the subject in a new way. Oh, look at art in a new way. Now I see it. Now I get it. I didn't get it before. I didn't get that book before. I didn't get that artwork before. I didn't get that movie before. I didn't hear that statement before in the last time Joshua talked. Now I'm hearing it again. Now I'm hearing it actually for the first time. Was it in there the whole time or is this brand new? I'm doing the boot camp again and I see things I never saw before. What is that an indication of? It's an indication that I am raising my own vibration simply by seeing myself from the higher perspective. And that's exactly what you're doing. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? We're, we're doing the Ascension experience right now, um, fear and limiting beliefs. And one of the plots this week was to um, write about something that we all find. Um, think of, of one thing that an average person would consider to be bad or wrong and then reframe it from a higher perspective and describe how it's actually perfect. So we're, I've been having, I've been thinking a lot about this and you know, so having a lot of, of um, difficulty in, in clarifying my, my thoughts and my ideas around this one thing that I find that I think that most people would think is wrong, which is war, which is what's happening right now. And I wanted to hear your perspective on this. If you are in the middle of a war, perceiving yourself as a victim, realizing that there's nothing you can do, you're stuck, you're trapped, you're forced to fight or forced to hide or forced to take cover. That perspective is right there on the ground in the middle of it. And as you look around, it seems like there's no hope. However, if you will notice, if you draw your perspective further away, now you're in a different country and you're viewing it from something overseas, and you might be emotionally attached to the outcome of the people who are fighting the war or the victims of the war or whatever you see, and you say, how can this be good? These people are suffering, they're out, they're trapped, they have no control. It's a bunch of leaders who are trying to play chess with the geography of the landscape. And it's wrong in every way. How come my country is not participating or, or demanding their stop this and all these things? And so you say, well, from this perspective on the ground, the perspective of the person who's actually in the war, it'd be very difficult for them to see how it's good. From the perspective of you across the world, it's a little bit easier because you can say, well, this is a way that these countries are sorting out what will be the countries going forward in the future. 
and the rest of the world will have a decision to make of how they're going to play their part in this war. And is it really as bad as it seems? Will it last a long time? Will it do a lot of damage? Will there be a lot of deaths and all these things? Now, if you take a perception from 100 years in the future and look back on this, it is highly likely that most people living 100 years in the future will never even know this existed. It'll be highly likely that peace will have developed from this war that led to the future peace of the rest of the planet. It's highly likely that as a result of this war, most people will say, this is not something I want to participate in. So all the things that are happening in that moment, all the manifestation events that are going on for everyone, is moving everyone from fear to love. You could look back at any war that you want to acknowledge 200 years ago, and you could realize that those wars led to the freedom that you enjoy now. Look at your own revolutionary war, for instance. But there are countless wars in the history of your civilization. And with each passing century, the wars get lesser and lesser and lesser less intense, less death, less destruction, faster recovery, more freedom, more abundance, more of a sorting out of the dictators and more democracy and freedom coming forth. And, and you have this broad view of it, but you're still looking at it from a very limited perspective. From the higher perspective, everything is getting better. Everything is working out. These things are cert just like cold sores on the planet, little releases of tension and energy little pockets of manifestation events that are happening for the individuals involved. And it will all sort itself out. And you know this because it always does sort itself out. These things tend to happen because there is this resistance that's been built up over generations, over centuries, limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs that are coming to fruition in this sense now and will be released into the consciousness and they'll be those birthing desires for peace and realizing that there is no benefit in war, especially when you realize how drastically and dramatically costly it is in terms of finances and lives and wastes of waste of energy and these sort of things. So all manifestation events are for the people that are having them. And they're and if you are having resistance in this area yourself, well, it's a slight manifestation event for you, depending on the intensity of the emotion that you're feeling. But all of it is birthing new desires and leading everyone from fear to love. And you could see this just in the last century, World War I, massive amounts of death, massive destruction, massive despair. World War II, still massive, but less so. Vietnam, Korea, Afghanistan, lesser and lesser and lesser. More peace, more peace, more prosperity, more freedom, more abundance, more technology, more communication, more cooperation, it's all getting better and better and better. If you were to look at the average life of someone living a thousand years ago, they were constantly worrying about war and disease and starvation and poverty and all these things. The average life of someone living now is, is much more free and abundant than someone living a thousand years ago. And it will continue to improve and to improve because the desires that are manifested out of these manifestation events on a mass scale always lead to overall improvement for everyone, for the entire population, the entire planet. And so this idea of countries trying to grab territory or dominate others 
or entrench themselves is moving away. It's going to be less of that. Op more open borders, more freedom, more exchange of ideas, more cooperation, more connection, more working together. This is the early part of 2022. And you'll see by the end of this, there'll be great shifts in worldwide power, worldwide cooperation, all the desires that are being birthed by the countless millions who want to see change. All of that is coming into fruition now. And everyone is raising their vibration. So as they raise their vibration, they'll be having access to higher vibrational thoughts and ideas and inspiration. There are solutions to all these things, but they are never found when seeing the problem. Only when the problem has eased do people find solutions. And you will see this play out exactly as it always does every time very quickly this year. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Joshua? I have a question to follow up with that. Oh, it's Krista. Okay. Hi. Hi, Joshua. Um, I was just wondering about like um, group manifestation events and I'll just give you an example. Like in my building, um, our elevator was broken for like on and off for like a month. And then I noted, I processed my limiting beliefs around it because everywhere the elevators that I went into were having issues. Right. So I know it's for me. Right. But I also noticed other people in the building were having manifestation events around this elevator too. And then other people would talk about elevators not working and stuff. And, and now with this uh, war question, it's the same. I'm thinking, what about group manifestation events? How does that work? And like, do we process it together in some way? Or do we have similar limiting beliefs around it? Or is it completely different from everybody's perspective? This is a brilliant question. First of all, everyone has a manifestation event looking at a certain subject if they think it's wrong or bad. If they think it's right and good and working out and will all be beneficial and, and will all come to a better conclusion, they're not having a manifestation event. So the, the manifestation event comes when you're having this negative emotion associated with anything you're viewing. So, so now there's a dispute going on in the world, a war going on in the world, and everyone on the planet who's aware of it is having a manifestation event if they think it's bad or wrong. Most of the children are not having manifestation events because they're not paying attention to it. It's not affecting them. It is not in their consciousness whatsoever. So they're not part of this consciousness of the problem of it. Those who are paying attention to it are having their own personal manifestation events, but also creating an overall set of desires that will lead it out. So you could say, let's imagine there are a million people who are paying attention to this. There are some right in the action. There are some across the sea. There are some of this. Let's say that of those million people, 99% of them think it's a bad thing. And so they're just receiving the same old thoughts that countless humans have thought about war. War is bad. War is wrong. Those people are bad for starting the war. Our government's bad for being in the war. We have no choice. We're victims, blah, 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 all that stuff. But then there's 1% who are saying there might be a, a silver lining in this event. There might be something positive coming out of this. I'm going to hold my focus on peace, and I'm going to think thoughts of love. I am going to realize that everything's happening for the people who are involved in it, and they're having their own manifestation events because it is a consciousness of trauma, of victimhood that's coming to the surface now. 
and they're going to birth huge desires for change. And I'm going to be with them vibrationally and mentally thinking thoughts of love and connection and peace. Now that 1% or even one-tenth of 1% who are holding onto these higher vibrational thoughts and ideas are doing more to lift the mass consciousness of those involved in the situation than the rest of them who are thinking thoughts of negativity and victimhood. That's how powerful thoughts of love are. That's how powerful all of you are who can hold your focus of attention to, to see how it could be good, to see how it will work out, to appreciate all the inspired ideas and all the new desires for peace and, and hope and prosperity that will come out of this. And to realize that those people who you perceive are the victims are not the victims at all. They are in this together to come to a new understanding of who they are. This is for their benefit. This is what they intended to experience. This is all part of their program, their destiny, their pre-birth intentions, and everything is working out perfectly. It always is. It always will. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. Even this is not wrong. This is all leading to greater levels of clarity and understanding and cooperation and balance and harmony. This is all leading to love. Well, if it's leading to love, then what's causing this thing? Well, this thing is old fears, old limiting beliefs that are no longer serving anyone, old ways of being, inauthentic behavior, inauthentic, strict dogma of us against them, of separation, of disconnection. It's all coming to a head now. It's all changing now. It cannot linger. And so you say, well, this is a war between two countries and what happens if the rest of the world gets involved? It's between those two countries. And it's between the relationship between the bordering countries and those countries and how they're going to interact with the, the one who's trying to dominate over the one who's trying to survive it. You see, it's all playing its role and everyone's going to think differently about it. Now, those who are in the consciousness of fear, they have only really access to thoughts based on wherever their vibration is. If they are seeing themselves as victim, they have access to thoughts of victimhood. However, many of them, because of the internet and new ideas and new thoughts that are coming through, are raising their vibration just a little. And so they have thoughts to a little bit higher vibrational ideas, even within that stream of consciousness of fear. Those of you who are wishing well and sending love and hoping for peace and, and offering connection and acting on inspiration are bringing up those who are ready for it. And those who are not ready for it are, are still investigating who they are as this illusion of victimhood. But it's always going to work out. Now, you might have this building situation and you might hold the idea that the elevator doesn't matter. I can always go up and down stairs. I'm very healthy. It doesn't affect me one way or the other. In fact, I'm getting a little exercised in this. I'm strengthening my body. I'm moving my body. For me, it's a good thing. I don't need it. I hope the, the others can see it from the higher perspective. If they can, wonderful. If I'm inspired to help them out in any way, I will do so. I'm holding on that this is not wrong or bad and that it will be resolved quickly and easily by someone who is not thinking this is a problem. Those who are thinking anything's a problem have no access to the solution.
Those who realize that, that there is no problem, maybe they're the elevator repair person who says, it's wonderful the elevator doesn't work because it gives me a job and I can fix it, you see? So that person is not mired in the problem. They're mired in the solution or they're grounded in the solution and they have access to it. You will always have access to the solution in alignment. You will never have access to the solution if you're out of alignment deep in the problem of anything. And that's how everything is always playing out. So keep yourself out of, out of the problem and in alignment and inspiration will come to you. And if you can act on that inspiration, it'll lead you and everyone else involved in the mass consciousness in general to a higher vibrational area where more people will be able to see the solution. Hey, thank you so much. Good answer. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> Who's next? Joshua. Yes. Hi. Um, I have a question. We're talking about vibration. So how, if everyone and everything has a vibration, how is it that like crystals can affect our vibration or foods are higher and lower vibrational? How, and so it all is based on belief, our beliefs as well as the vibration of the activity or food or whatever it is. How, how do you explain that? There was a vibrational diagram equation on the day you were born. You were born in a certain place at a certain time to certain parents. And there's a vibrational signature to that. And on the day of your birth, you became a match to that signature on the day and date and time of your birth. And so you were born, you were at that vibration and that's where you arrived. As you move through your life, your vibration changed, you expanded and you offered different vibrations at every point in your life. When you bought your first car, you had to become a vibrational match to that car. You were not a vibrational match to the car before you bought it. You had to somehow rise to that level. I am worthy of a car. I have enough money. I deserve a car. I need to get around. I want a car and I'm going to have a car. And you expected to have a car and you bought the car and you have the car. Same with your house, same with your mate, same with everything, same with your daughter, same with everything. It's always a vibrational match. If you want, if you have the inspiration to eat an apple, you will have to become a vibrational match to that specific apple. The apple will never become a vibrational match to you. If you are inspired to eat certain foods, you will become a vibrational match to the vibration of certain foods that are a perfect match to your unique body. If you are inspired to some kind of healing modality or some kind of feeling better, and the idea of crystals come, comes up for you, then you will be inspired to the exact crystal that will align with your vibration and resonate with that. If you don't believe it, you will never be a match to it because you have to have the belief system in there to become a match to it. If you believe that you had to be on 14 different medications to stay alive, you would find the doctors that would prescribe all those medications and then you would take all those medications and you would be a vibrational match to that. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is or who it is or any idea, it's always a vibrational match. And so all you have to do to, is say, is this a low vibrational idea, meaning it's based in fear 
or I'm perceiving myself as a victim and I need some kind of help? Or is it a high vibrational idea, meaning I'm inspired to find this thing or that concept or meet that person? Your desires exist where you are right now. The unmanifested desires are your way of knowing that you haven't become a vibrational match to the desire yet. As soon as a desire manifests, you know exactly that you've become a vibrational match to it. If you have a desire and are not a vibrational match to it, it's because you're perceiving yourself in a limited way, in some way. That's all that is. No matter what happens, if you start to perceive yourself in a higher vibrational way, you'll become a match to higher vibrational things, people, and ideas. Of course, there'll always be fear there because you'll be moving from this lower vibrational perception of yourself to a higher vibration perception of yourself. For instance, you at this level have neither the desire, the belief, or the expectation that you would be president of the United States. So you're not a vibrational match to that, and it would not happen. You might not be of, of the belief, of the feeling of worthiness, of the perception of yourself, of the desire to have a $5 million house. And that's why you don't have a $5 million house. What would have to change in you to be a vibrational match to a $5 million house? You would have to completely change the way you see yourself. And you'd have to have that desire because the desire will always lead you through inspiration to its own manifestation. The desire exists. Ask it is given. The minute you have a desire, it is existing in a dimension ready for you to become a vibrational match to it. But you don't see yourself as worthy or capable or, or you don't even expect that the desire can manifest. And so you aren't acting on the inspiration that will lead you to the manifestation of these desires because there's too much fear there. I don't really want a $5 million house. I don't want to pay the taxes. I don't want to maintain it. I don't want to clean it. I don't want to move away from my friends. I don't want people to think I'm a snob. I don't want all these things. Well, if someone gave me a million dollar house, I guess I would take it. But otherwise, I'm not going to do those things that would lead me to the manifestation of a million of a $5 million house. But what if you realized that all you had to do was raise your perception of yourself as the creator of your reality, receive inspiration, know for sure that at the moment you receive the inspiration, you'll feel irrational fear because it conflicts with your present state of being. It's asking you, the inspiration is asking you to take some action that will expand you to a more authentic version of yourself out of the illusion. But if it's not really a big, strong desire, you'll never push past that fear. So this is why we like to reframe this idea of inspiration. If you have a strong desire, you'll be motivated often to push past fear, to effort and struggle your way to get something you lack. We want to turn that around. Let go of what you think you want, because they're all based in lack. And just think about the inspiration that's coming to you as you're seeing yourself from a higher perspective. The inspiration comes, you can't know where that's going to lead. And you often think it's going to lead to some kind of loss or something you don't want. But when you act on inspiration, the action will be easy and effortless and, and fun and playful and joyful and all that. And you'll expand to new levels of clarity 
And you'll look back on yourself and you'll realize, oh, I just had a limiting belief there. The action itself filled in the information of that limiting belief and I was able to move forward to a new level. But I don't really know where it's going, so I'm not going to push past that fear. And we say, push past the fear. Push past the fear when you're inspired. Make alignment your number one job. And in that alignment, always ask for inspiration. Always act on inspiration. The more action you take on inspiration, the more you'll raise your vibration of yourself. And it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? When you push past fear and do something you're inspired to do, even though you don't know where it's going to lead, you gain confidence every time you do it. And so with that confidence, you're now seeing yourself from a higher perspective. You see yourself as more powerful than you saw yourself the day before. And so the universe has to create a reality that reflects that. If you, if you saw yourself as a creator of your reality, and you saw your husband, Joe, as the creator of his reality, and you knew that you were eternally linked and that you were here to support each other on your journey of self-discovery, and you knew that every single time that he annoyed you in some way, he was showing you a limiting belief. So you absolutely appreciated everything about him. And so you sent him love, sent him love, sent him love. And every single time you were triggered, you processed that limiting belief and you never acted on an urge to change or control him in any way. You simply added love, added acceptance and became more authentic yourself because you're not acting on urges to change him, you see, not trying to control, not seeing yourself as the victim to his behavior. You elevate yourself to a new reality. You elevate him to a new reality. You elevate the relationship through this enhancement of love, you realize you're not needing anything from him or him to be anything different. And that, that he doesn't, cannot really send you love for you to feel it because all the love you're ever feeling is coming from source itself. And when it's expressed through you, that's when you feel love as it's coming from source through you to him and to everything else in your reality. So you enhance it every day, enhance it, enhance it, enhance it. And then notice there's no fights. There's no nothing annoying going on. Everything's working out. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's inspired. Everyone's doing all these great things. Everyone's getting together. And you're living in joy like you did as a teenager with this fascination for life and this excitement for what could be and the possibilities of the future. And you're dropping this resistance. So everything becomes more fun, more joyful, more easy, more elegant, more playful. And then you have this feeling of time like, wow, we're doing so many different things in such a short amount of time. Time is really seeming to slow way down because I've done so many things this year and it's only February. It's amazing. All these things that are happening because I'm seeing myself as a, from the higher perspective, I'm no longer bored or feeling restless or wondering what's going to happen next. I'm not worried about the future, regretting the past. I'm living in this moment more of the time. I'm meditating and and focusing on what gives me joy and what I'm interested in, and then acting on more inspiration all the time. This is the key to the life that you've intended to live all along. This is how you raise your vibration. Now, you might have thought in early days of discovering law of attraction that to manifest the things you thought you wanted, you had to raise your vibration so they would just pop into your reality and manifest easily and effortlessly. Well, Generally speaking, you only want the journey of self-discovery and then everything else that's required that will align with the fun and the joy and the authenticity of who you are will come along. 
And if that's not going to be beneficial, you don't want it. So you can give up all your attachment. But we promise you that freedom and joy and abundance are key aspects of who you truly are, of who all of you truly are. So it's natural for the money to come and for the freedom to come and for the joy to come and for the new experiences to come. It's natural as you do it. But if you're focusing on trying to manifest these things and become a vibrational match to them in order to have them pop into your reality, you could do that, but that's not really deliberate creation. Deliberate creation is trusting that you'll be inspired to the proper path that's right for you. And then you'll walk along that path and you'll get to some point and you'll say, wow, my life is actually perfect. My life has actually always been perfect. This was the perfect life for me because it led me on this journey to self-discovery like no other life has ever done. It's led me to this sense of ease and joy and fun, and I'm not worrying about the future anymore. In fact, I've given up worrying about the future at all. I'm present in the day. Whatever happens today happens today. That's great. And then we'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. But I know that by looking at myself from the higher perspective, I know more joy will come tomorrow than today because I'm moving with inspiration to action to discover who I truly am. Every day I'm peeling away layers of that onion. I'm seeing the illusion for what it truly is. I'm gaining more clarity and confidence and everything's getting better and better and better. And as I look at the history of the world, I can see easily it's all getting better and better and better. And in fact, as I look around me today in 2022, and all the technology and the wonderful things that are available to me and all the freedom that I have to discover anything I want to talk, talk, discover, I see it's always getting better. My life has always gotten better. The world's always gotten better. Everything, everything's getting better. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I know tomorrow is even going to be better than today. Thank you, Joshua. I love you. <laughs> Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. Yes. I just quickly, I just wanted to know, is there a difference between the ego and the inner child? That is, is a wonderful question. That is an excellent question. That is one of the most brilliant questions <laughs> that we've ever seen. And we would say that you could compare the two. You could say that the inner child who is suffering, disappointed, rejected, somewhat emotionally abused, feeling lonely and isolated individual, that inner child correlates quite well with what you would call an ego. The ego is this limiting effect on your life, this aspect of you that wants you to stay safe and not have new experiences mm -hmm. and, and not die. The ego is really designed to keep you alive. It's mm -hmm. a wonderful thing. It stops you from petting lions and jumping off bridges. The inner child who is highly limited because of things it perceived in its youth that were traumatic or wrong is very similar to that ego. And we'll also chime right in with that ego or join forces with the ego. However, if you do the, the inner child work and you realize that every experience you're, you're, you had as a child was perceived by a part of you that perceived itself as a victim, part of you that had no idea it was a creativist reality, a part of you that was completely in the illusion. And if you can reframe 
and help that inner child see that every one of those experiences were expansive, just as it intended prior to its birth. Mm -hmm. And they were all right, all good, perfect. Then the inner child becomes the inner warrior, the inner truth seeker, the beacon of light, the powerful being. And now it guides you to your authentic self. Mm -hmm. So it stops being associated with the ego and starts being associated with the authentic self. Mm -hmm. You are being pulled towards your authentic self. You all are. Mm -hmm. You are being pulled toward love. The attraction that the drives this reality is love. And you're all going kicking and screaming towards more and higher and greater levels of love. The perception is that as you move to these higher levels of love, you'll have to give up control. You'll have to become more vulnerable. You'll have to open yourselves up to the possibility of pain, of mm -hmm. emotional problems, of what all this is, emotional pain. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to go towards love. You want to stay where you are because mm -hmm. these are all new experiences. Mm -hmm. The new experiences have the potential for loss, for right. whatever it is, only if you have these limiting beliefs. Had you had no limiting beliefs, you would be instantly drawn towards love. There'd be no resistance whatsoever. You'd be there now. But you wouldn't get any benefit of that because the benefit is coming from this illusion to the truth, mm -hmm. coming from fear to love. And so as you are being drawn towards love, your inner child is associated with the ego, is wanting you to be safe and holding you back and trying to to hold back your expansion while love is trying to pull forth your expansion. Mm -hmm. so there's this inner, inner conflict going through, this inner conflict going through that says, I must stay where I am, but I'm being drawn forward. And the only way to go forward without kicking and screaming is mm -hmm. to see yourself as the creator of your reality. Realize you are that love that you're being drawn towards. And that as you're being drawn toward that love, everything else that's not authentic is being ripped from you. Now, it could be ripped mm -hmm. from you, or it could just fall away from you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As you're moving forward towards love, you're having new experiences every day. Mm -hmm. New experiences designed to cause you to understand or to illuminate your limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. To learn more about who you truly are. So you're being pulled towards love and your ego and that inner child who's based in fear is holding you back. So there's this pull inside of you mm -hmm. with each inspired idea. You'll move closer to the authentic version of yourself, but you'll have to talk to your ego, talk to your inner child and let them, let them know there's nothing to fear. We can do this. We can take that inspired action. It doesn't matter what people think. Right. I used to speak to my ego like that. Exactly. So, so you could, so it was really the you inner could child. do some inner child work mm -hmm. and play with the perception that you can imagine your inner child having. Mm -hmm. Play with the perception you can imagine your own child having. I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I'm ready to do this. Of course you are. You'll get there. Just have the experience. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. This is just one little thing we're going to do today. We're going to try and have fun. If it's not fun, we won't do it. But if it's fun, we'll do it. Let's just try it. Bring it along. As you reframe and reground your 
inner child. Your inner child then becomes the inner warrior. Mm-hmm. And now you're left with this ego who, yeah. who is literally powerless to stop you, has no power other than thought. Thought. Now that thought is just your limiting beliefs being triggered by the idea and attracting this thought, the thought form from the ego who says, play it safe. Don't try anything new. What's going to happen if you lose your job or you lose your mate or you lose your house or you lose this or you lose this? It's always worried about losing because you have gained so much over your life. And it wants to hold on to that because guess what? You're not dead. So somehow it's been doing its job properly. It thinks it's really doing well. And it thinks you're crazy for not listening to it. But you have to play with it and say, look, we've done this before. We can do it again. And Mm -hmm. if you can, it will say, okay, we'll go for it. All right. Okay. We'll go for it. That was a brilliant insight that is a new concept that you've allowed us to grasp. We're still playing with this idea. We're all excited about this idea. We believe that because you became a vibrational match to this idea, that there's going to be a lot of discussion about this idea right now. And that you've helped us illuminate this in a way that is brand new on this day. This is the power of you raising your own vibration and you becoming the vibrational match to that question or to that concept, because that concept existed, always existed somewhere in the realm of possibility. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until you, Jessica, reached a vibrational level high enough to access it. Once you accessed it for yourself, you've accessed it for all humanity at this point going forward. Wonderful. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. We have time for one silly question. Who's got the silliest question in the history of the world? I've got a question. Excellent. I would love to know the Joshua perspective on the whole uh, 222 significance that I've seen a lot of people talking about a portal opening and things like that. So from the galactic perspective, what's really going on with that? We will say that there's a portal opening every single day and there's energies flowing every single day. And there are these milestones that are happening every so often. And then of the last 50 years, these are becoming more intense, more intense, faster, 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 acceleration. Acceleration from a human perspective, a massive acceleration from a human perspective. And you can see over the last 50 years, what has happened in last, if you were to be in 1970 and then beamed into 2020, you would think it was a different world. You would look at all the cars, the technologies, you wouldn't understand any of it. You wouldn't be a vibrational match to any of it. It would all seem overwhelming, incredible, spectacular, magical, amazing. And so that transformation over the last 50 years historically is exponential. The growth of abundance and freedom and technology and communication and connection and all these things. The most, the the flow of information. But from a non-physical perspective, it's just a little, little tick, tick, just a little tick. Nothing to get too excited about. This is very interesting. We're all watching and observing. We're seeing how you go through it. 
but we understand that from your perspective, it's monumental. And so you might say that since 2012 or so, there's been this great shift in an awakening, uh, new awareness, new information, new levels of higher, new, more and more people reaching higher vibrations built on much information that was started around the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, and more and more people being becoming comfortable with these ideas. Now, all of that that was set up from the 70s forward and even before then was building the foundation for those who would come now. And of course, you and everyone in this call and all those listening and we are building a foundation for what's coming in the future. You can see the energies of the years of 2020, 2021 created this huge birthing of desires for more connection, more connection, not disconnection, not keeping things away, not playing it safe but more connection, more connection to other people, more connection to their own health, more connection to what's important in their lives, more connection to the work that they're going to choose to do that's inspiring and not, not a cog in the machine. All of this energy from 2020 till, till the end of this year is all this massive shift of consciousness and belief systems all happening at the same time in all areas of life, all coming to more love, rapidly to more love and to less fear. Now, of course, there's going to be those who are going to be wrapped up in the fear and talk about the fear and there'll be the, the loud voices, but most people are becoming more aware of what they really want. And they're, they're all questioning what they thought life was about. They're all being shaken up. And so now with that shaken up, they're open to other ideas because by shaking that up, they're raising their vibration without them even really having to do anything. Of course, they're going through a lot of turbulence, but that's to be expected in any great shift. When you take a speedboat from idle to full speed, there's a lot of turbulence there. And that happens when you have any great movement in any direction. This is always a good thing because you want more connection. You want more abundance. You want more freedom. You want more clarity. You want more understanding of who you truly are. You want more authenticity and you want to discover your limiting beliefs so that you can look at them differently. Once you start reassessing your beliefs, guess what? You're now open to new inspiration that will lead you to all kinds of information available on podcasts and videos and books and these things that are, are, coming to the forefront now. Think about what people were watching and listening to and reading in 1970. It was whatever were on the three channels. It was whatever was in the main newspaper. It was whatever books were on the New York Times bestseller. It was whatever the masses were doing, the masses were doing it. Now, guess what? All types of information is available on all formats from all different kinds of people, not just those who are placed in, in prestigious positions, but to the average person can start an Instagram account and offer their inspiration, you see? And then one person shares this idea and one person shares 
this book and one person shares that video and one person shares that podcast. And then those who resonate with it raise their vibration cumulatively together. And this lifts up the entire planet. So you could see that, imagine that there are those who are raising their vibration raising, and below them, they're helping the others raise their vibration as well. And they're all raising together. We will say that one thing that is very valuable to understand, it's never, ever, ever, ever us against them. If one of you awakens, all of you will awaken. You cannot leave anyone behind. If you think that you're moving to some 3D and a bunch of people are going to be left behind because they're still at a lower vibration, you cannot leave them behind. If you're moving to a new dimension, you must bring them all because you are all one. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, there's some big concepts in this one. That whole thing about your ego and your inner child and where your inner child is and all this. There's a lot to unpack on that one. And I'm excited for what's to come in the future. Um, just uh, want to remind you that we have a boot camp coming up in about two, three weeks. Um, the only way to get into the boot camp is to have a conversation with me first. That way we'll go over it together. I'll explain the whole thing to you and you'll decide whether it's right for you or not. I'll make sure it is right for you if it is or not. I'll suggest something else that you can do. But really, this boot camp is such a life-changing thing. I really want to you know, get you to at least push past the fear and send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And we'll, I'll send you some information. We'll set up a time to talk. It'll be a really fun conversation. And at the end of it, you'll know for sure if it's right for you or not. So if you can do that, also everything you do to support this, share it with your friends and that stuff. It's fantastic. We really appreciate you. And until next week, we will see you then. Bye.